last episode we talked about god meeting us in our spaces and in our places Wow. You better run. <laughs> Places and the spaces. That's it. But this episode, I genuinely believe God have to meet us here for this one. We are talking about our sacrifices and some things are going to come up, like boundaries and the things that we have to sacrifice and prioritize. Um, yeah, this one is going to be interesting. I, I am... Ooh, I am ready for us to dive into you this You breathing? One. Oh, yeah, I am breathing ready. because I think I'm going to come in with full heat. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wish I had the little sound. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah. Danielle has our quote today. Yes. So um, we've been talking a lot about God in these conversations. I am a part of um, a local Bible study and one of the mentors, Vicky Vest, um, said a statement a while ago. I think I heard her say this a few years ago, and it has been resonating with me since then. Um, she said, obedience is better than sacrifice, but to obey is still sacrifice. Like, what? Obedience is better than sacrifice, but to obey is still sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think when I heard it, it hit me. You obviously feel it. That was deep. That was a deep breath. Like, <laughs> grip. <laughs> It gripped you real tight. Um, I think ever since I heard it, it's something that I could relate to. Um, we talked about like a couple episodes ago, we talked about taking the leap and in thinking about even taking the leap in moving from Brooklyn to Cleveland for school to come to Lee back in 2015. And I'm like, that I think is the epitome of sacrifice, but also obedience for me. Um it was like me obeying God and doing what I knew that I had to do, but also sacrificing all of the things as I was leaving. Because the truth of the matter is that in obedience and in following Christ, we will have to leave some things behind. There are some things that we will have to let go of, grieve, process, um, and move on from in order to attain whatever the thing is. And this just this is just the nature of it. And so in this, like, a lot of what we'll be um, diving into in a second is talking about like, what are the things that I even relationally that I need to sacrifice? Right. What are the boundaries that I need to hold? Ooh, what are the priorities that I need to make within my life? Like, what does all this look like? Because it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's rough and it hits all at one time, especially when um, for us, for example, when many new things are starting all at one time, it's a lot to handle. I'm just gonna talk about boundaries because <laughs> it looks like it's hurting you real no, bad. No, it, it isn't hurting, but I I've always been somebody who believe in having firm boundaries. That don't mean that I always kept my boundaries, but I think it's important that we talk about boundaries a little bit. Um, one of the things I we talked about before, just in conversation, was how boundaries are not just for others but for ourselves so the importance of what boundaries like keeping our boundaries for us um thoughts and ideas about that i that concept i think when when it comes to thinking about boundaries and sacrifice uh in regards to like our identity formation Mm -hmm. um i think boundaries serve as like a protection mechanism for us so that we can uh defend ourselves. Um, we can position ourselves rather, I guess, um, where we are stating what our preferences are, what kind of access I want you to have to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as we're kind of developing an identity that can oftentimes be influenced by other people in some negative ways or that may be challenged unnecessarily um, because people want to have more access than you want them to have. And so they keep pushing, (laughs) you know, they keep pushing in the areas of your identity that you want to hold true to yourself. And so I think as we've kind of been talking about the idea of finding what are dealing with imposter syndrome and finding ways to reassure ourselves in imposter syndrome, all those kinds of things. Now we get to a place now where we need to protect what we have actually developed. Mm -hmm. And so boundaries to me create an opportunity to be able to protect that by differentiating like what is priority to me? How do I, how do I, how do I communicate as well now to other people? What kind of access I want them to have to me Mm -hmm. and stating our preferences as well. Yeah, I think (laughs) Gabby says communicated um, this word being access, but I I want to highlight it because boundaries are all about access. If we think about boundaries as like a gate, right? A gate is um, there to keep me on my right side and to keep other people on the outside of the gate. And I get to determine who I want to have more access to me. And so if I determine that you can have more access to me, um, then I'm able to open the gate and allow you in. Uh, And I think this is often hard for us because it feels like we are um, building a wall and not a gate. Mm. It feels like oftentimes that setting a boundary is something that is harmful to people. Um, But I think one thing I've realized in the midst of having to set boundaries is that if I don't make boundaries a priority, then I become the sacrificed thing, Mm -hmm. right? I become the thing that is then injured in the process when I refuse to make sacrifices in order to hold people and myself in proper places in order to like continue on in the path that I've established in establishing identity and in growing in our paths of work and school and family. Boundaries are necessary and it's healthy. And one thing I often reframe for my clients and even people around me, like we see boundaries as a threat. Like I don't trust you, so I'm putting up a boundary. Mm-hmm. A boundary is a way of caring for us right Mm -hmm. so because I care about you and I care about our relationship and I care about the things that I'm doing in life I'm going to put this boundary up and hold it in protection of all of the things here that we value right I think I want to remove the idea that boundaries are negative like you said it's not negative um I do believe that boundaries and sacrificing they can be a good thing in some sense I think it could lead to a positive outcome um, my mommy used to tell me all the time, we do what we have to do because we, so we could do what we want to exactly. do. And so we sometimes we have to put boundaries in place so that the outcome can be a good outcome so that we can have a more holistic self, I mm-hmm. should say. So I guess I in know. the midst of this too, it, I think we should talk about what different kinds of boundaries look like. Um, because there are different access points, there's different parts of who we are and our identity that boundaries just kind of are set up in. And I think we're talking about it in a relational way. Um, we could talk about it in a mental way. We could talk about physical boundaries. Like, I, I physically need this distance. Wow. Um, wow. But let's talk about the different kinds of boundaries that, that also exist and maybe the intention, the purpose um, with that as well, and maybe some challenges that might come up with even doing that. How do you go about setting these up? I'll just start with mental boundaries. I think we that's something that we often miss. We I don't think we recognize our capacity sometimes for the things that we can take in. That's major. Yeah. Capacity. Mm-hmm. We don't recognize our capacity. I think just recently I was telling one of my friends, I was like, 
I'm getting to a point now where I actually have to verbalize, like, this is actually not within my capacity to handle right now. And I don't want you to think like I'm being a bad friend, but I am taking on so many other things, especially now starting this process of therapy um, and going into that process and taking in um, what my clients bring into me. I actually have to tell people now I am not within the capacity and that's protecting my mental space. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, that's a, that's a boundary. I think because it's not seen, we don't really talk about yeah, or we don't recognize. Mm -hmm. You wonder why you feel drained at the end of the day. (laughs) You already take in so many other people, like, you know, things and you you didn't even recognize like, you know what? This wasn't even in my capacity today. Yeah. Mm You're bringing up capacity, and I think it's huge because I think for a lot of us, it can be seen as a limitation, mm-hmm. which it is a limitation, but that doesn't mean that it's negative, right? So, like, to be human is to have a capacity and a max capacity. Like, I am not God, thankfully, and so I don't, I am not endless. I don't have endless supply, mm-hmm. and at some level, at some rate, this is going to run out, <laughs> and I need to refill, um, and so being able to say, like, I just don't have it in me. Um, you're talking about mental boundaries and I was thinking about for myself like emotional boundaries Mm -hmm. in a similar way if I don't have the capacity Um, but for me it's been not just a level of access or a difference in access but a difference in investment Mm -hmm. I think in being someone who is naturally empathetic I mean therapist you know it comes to the territory and how I'm built naturally um, there is the tendency that I have to take on all the things and so in hearing things from my clients or things from people around me personally um it becomes a um i won't say a burden but a weight to want to carry all of these things with these individuals and a weight to find um solutions for where solutions are possible and so having to understand um after many times of coming to my end and hitting a wall having to understand that i cannot invest in the same way in all of these things right Mm -hmm. so emotional boundaries look like when i get home from work how do i separate myself from work not saying that i don't care about my clients Mm -hmm. but i can't carry all of their things every day how do i um maintain a right level of investment even in personal relationships and understanding that like i'm hearing things and i'm sitting with you in these things right now and i cannot carry all of the things you're telling me throughout my entire week and so kind of um for me maybe as much as possible mentally compartmentalizing for the sake of my own sanity and well-being um along with putting an effort to take time to check with like how am i as i'm carrying all of these different layers of things I was just having a conversation with my therapist recently about compartmentalization. Like, how am I, how do I take the things that I have in my personal life and soon to be professional life and compartmentalize them to, and not kind of have them mix in where I am at the point where I'm constantly overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's something that is constantly for me Mm -hmm. being figured out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's, um, a portion to doing relationship with ourselves and doing our relationships with others um, that requires us to be intentional about self-care and preserving my energy in a way that helps me not to burn out, that helps me to be able to pay attention to all of the emotions that are going on within me. And these are the things that we use to help us to inform what kind of boundaries are needed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we can decide, like, maybe I need a physical boundary, maybe I need an emotional boundary, um, I need a relational boundary, whatever those things are, by identifying the kind of impact that it's having and recognizing what would actually be helpful in that moment rather than <clears throat> having ourselves in this constant um, 
uh, cycle of trying to exert energy that is just not eventually at the end of the day serving us well. Um, and so I think that's another part of it as well that I think is this is an intentional intentional part of our journey that um, we need to give voice to as well. Yeah. As you we were talking, I was thinking about, you asked about mental, emotional, and physical boundaries. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that I think it's true. So y'all lean in, you know, this is for free. Um, but I think often when we feel the need to set a physical boundary, it is because there is a need for another type of boundary, right? So oftentimes, more often than not, I think that we set physical boundaries Um, Okay, there are abusive things and things of that nature that I think need physical boundaries. That's very clear. Um, But more often than not, I think I see people who set physical boundaries because there is an emotional or mental boundary that needs to be set and they don't know how. Mm -hmm. And so the easiest way to set a mental and emotional boundary is to set a physical boundary because it's a representation of the Mm -hmm. space that I need from you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to say, I can't do it today, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say like, I can't handle it. I don't have the capacity. So what I will do is not come to your house or whatever the case is in order to show you that I can't do this um, with physical separation. Um, Again, it's all identifying like what the need is. And so being able to check like, what am I getting from not being around this person? What am I getting from setting a personal, sorry, a physical boundary? And what is it that I'm needing? And then how do I have or find the language to ask for what I'm actually wanting, as opposed to um, kind of sending subliminal messages in the way that we do often and hoping that somebody will get it when I stop coming around? Okay, so I have a a question. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think at some point within a friendship or relationship that it is depending on the situation okay to sacrifice your boundary um what am i sacrificing for that's a good question (laughs) i think i thought about it more on a situational basis like what if they are in distress and you genuinely are possibly at that capacity do you sacrifice your boundary to help that friend in distress or do you tell them I am at my capacity today. Good luck. Not good luck. This uh, sounds like God's speed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my um, God. I, for, uh, in my humble opinion, <laughs> um, it's an answer that I don't have a, a one set answer for. I think it depends. Um, I think if I have personally, if I have the extra, I'm willing to give the extra if you need it. Okay. If it de- if it de- if it is an urgent situation and I have the capacity to handle it, um, then maybe until I can find you another resource. So if 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 it's a certain situation and like you can't find access to someone else right now, and I am the person, I'm fine with being that, and try to be cognizant not to hold it permanently, mm-hmm. but to like I will be the metaphorical ER until we can find you a room. Um, you know, the like crisis management type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, uh, I don't, I still don't do this super well. Okay. I was having a conversation with a friend last night um, and talking through this aspect of like, what I find within myself of selflessness and the ends to which I'm willing to go if I see a need. And the fact that, like, is it good for other people? Yes. Is it helpful to me? No. And so um, 
those the specific thing that you brought up to me feels iffy yeah um because i will always take the opportunity to show up for another person if i have it Mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily i'm still exploring whether or not this should be the case even though it is the case right now right i i second that in that the what you shared earlier on in your point danielle with regard to wanting to explore all resources possible to meet the need um I guess one of the things that I have become more aware of within myself as time has gone on and recognizing that I am in a helping profession um, and I'm a resource to my clients, but I'm also a resource in many ways to my, my friends and family. I also need to be a resource to myself and I need to, um, uh, I also need to, I need to find, I need to be cognizant of finding ways to hold all of these things in tandem. And so to your question, Dernick, with regard to, uh, do you ever sacrifice or should you sacrifice? Um, I think that's a, that's something that's organically going to happen in a relationship. Mm-hmm. There's no way that we're going to be able to participate in a relationship and have everything done on our terms. <laughs> There's going to have to be some element of, of flexibility that exists there's going to be going to meet um some just urgent things that require attention um at the particular time there's just certain elements that are going to exist that i think we need to be willing to participate in but i think as we were saying earlier i think it's an ongoing conversation with oneself of how much is this affecting my capacity in the yes. long run mm-hmm. um, the decisions that i'm making in terms of showing up for you is that helping and nurturing our relationship um are you also and i think for me too i also question like as I'm showing up in these capacities for you, are you also willing to hold some responsibility in some of this as well, where I'm not carrying the brunt of this? Mm -hmm. We're doing this together. And I recognize that at certain points in the relationship, um, I probably will be carrying more of the load or you might be carrying most of my load. But I think that there is, that that's why it needs to be an ongoing conversation of what is actually happening, Mm -hmm. instead of just letting the process carry itself out, where we're both talking about expectations, we're talking about um, what responsibility looks like in this right now, we talk about what flexibility looks like right, right now. So I think for me, my focus is on how is in, how is this in the long run? How are my patterns helping our relationship to thrive well? Um, that's where I kind of end in the midst of that, as well as recognizing, too, that um, with God's help, I'll be able to approach these things um, in the best ways, in the best ways possible. Mm-hmm. In looking at all of this, I think... W- something that's being unsaid but is kind of in the thread of this is whether or not these boundaries are being spoken or not are they being communicated and i think it uh if boundaries are said and they are respected i think that obviously enhances the friendship because both people know where you stand now some people can find this hurtful some people find it offensive it's okay like i said it's a protective measure Mm -hmm. but i think if communicated, understood, and respected, all that Gay Lisa is pointing to is um, easier to grasp because it is respected. Mm-hmm. So if a friend is in need and knows whatever boundary that I'm holding, right, and a friend is in need, if the friend reaches out to contact me, they probably know that they are crossing a boundary. And and 
know that that is not the norm, mm. right? And so in my response, we know that at some point we will resolve and go back to whatever the norm is, but we are in a space of crisis. I think it's that kind of understanding and mutuality that helps to keep people holding their own level of responsibility and not feeling like they need to dump on you, mm-hmm. right? Like I am I am not a dumping ground. I am not the thing. Just because I'm a therapist mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I can hold it all. Mm-hmm. And so that allows that kind of boundary knowing that like, yes, I'm your friend, but I'm not your therapist. But if you need one, I'll help you find one. Yeah. Um, if you need social support, I'm here. But there is a time where I will find another resource for you, a pastor, a therapist, a professor, somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of understanding and mutual understanding and mutual respect helps all of this flow easier. Right. I have to be less, um, not less rigid, but less less vocal consistently about my boundaries if you hold them and you respect them well. Right, like I don't have to comp- always remind you where you are and tell you where you stand and tell you where you stand again. Mm-hmm. If you respect that, that's where you stand, and it's out of a place of love. And so, how do we do this in a collaborative in a collaborative way? Mm-hmm. He's speechless. Because <laughs> y'all make it sound like it's possible. We can. It is possible. <laughs> but I think y'all gave beautiful ways of saying like this is how this can be done mm-hmm. in a respectful and kind and loving way. Because mm-hmm. I always think we. We set boundaries and we we come at it in a tough way. Like we ready to fight if our boundaries aren't respected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like how you talk about it and being in a collaborative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. It's it's really two sided. Like it's not to keep people out. It's to keep this going in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Like because I care about you in this relationship, it goes in a healthy way. And I think too, like. There is an aspect of these boundaries sometimes that are held permanently and sometimes they're for a season, right? And so there may be some times where, like, right now, we are in the thick of it, Mm -hmm. right? We're doing school and work and extracurriculars all in the midst of it. And so my boundaries now are probably, like, more pronounced than they are generally because I recognize, again, that I have limited capacity in this area. But when I graduate, eventually, praise Jesus, mm-hmm. right? I will still have boundaries, but they not, may not be as rigid as they are right now because my stage of life will be different. And so the things, um, again, with a mutual level of understanding, those around me knowing that, okay, she's in a specific season of life right now that demands a different amount from her, right. demands a different level of energy and effort from her, and I need to respect that and know that I can't always see her every weekend or I can't talk to her all the time. No love lost, just don't have it, mm-hmm. right? And like, but when we, when the gate is open, the metaphorical gate is open, then fine. This doesn't always have to be the case, but that doesn't mean that it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And I think in those in those instances when boundaries are set and they they feel like, oh no, you restricted me. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, you know, restrict me? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? And the priority that I should hold. Oh. You know, these are the people be going, y'all. That's yeah. how to be reacting. <laughs> um, I think when you end she up She's trying to at me, and I respect that. <laughs> I didn't say nothing, y'all. Y'all are witnesses. I did not say that. <laughs> but um, to, to, I think I think to that point, and, um, and all that we've been talking about, because I think it's important to highlight, too, that it isn't always a great, grandiose experience of being able to just set these things. And there are some people who will fight you. And I, I wonder if that's maybe just an opportunity to reevaluate your relationship with the people. Girl! Ooh. 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 Um, Ooh. Because, you know, if they cannot value wow. your values, if they cannot see the season that you are in and the need for protection we're going there and today. the access, 
maybe that is a space, and I mean in all honesty, to reevaluate your relationships because the relationships around you will impact your mental capacity, will impact your whole well-being. And I think it's important to ask yourself, is it worth it? So that's all I'm saying on that. Again with the dropping of the mic, man. Yikes, 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 yikes. But for real though, like a, a huge part of how we choose to set boundaries is asking ourselves what are our values and where do these things need to stand. Mm-hmm. And in this season of life, as we've said, like our education and profession is of high value and that's where a lot of our focus is. Um, that doesn't mean that if we're setting boundaries that we value friends less, but I understand that for right now, this demands my attention. And so these things get valued over some other things. What are our values? What are the things that I'm choosing to spend my time on? Mm-hmm. What are the, do I value myself enough to spend time on myself? That's do cool. I value my own well being enough to be like, no, I can't go out today. Mm-hmm. I need a night that's just home by myself, mm-hmm. just decompressing my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the ways that we lean into what we value and the sacrifices that need to be made um, in order to get what we want. With that being said, too, I don't want to assume that everybody even know what their values are. So this is just my question. <laughs> this is just my uh, caveat here to say probably let's explore our boundaries a little bit. Not mm-hmm. our boundaries. Our values. Our values. Our values. <laughs> let's explore our values and and kind of sit down with ourselves and figure out what are the things that we truly value and and do they align with the people around us mm-hmm. and are we that, willing to make the sacrifices are we willing, that's it to make these values sustainable mm. but yes uh i don't know i think we can do wrap they, up here do guys. they line up with the people around us do they yeah. line up do they that that do they <laughs> line up and that's that's often what makes a difference it is often what makes a difference. Having we talked about support in previous episodes, but I think having people around us who value what we value helps them to support us well mm-hmm. and helps these boundaries to be okay. And so sacrifices, we we feel the permission mm-hmm. to set boundaries and permission to make sacrifices because everyone around us values what we value and supports us in the needs in the ways necessary in order to make it to the next. So it's a journey Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot but i think like again this is a necessary part of the process we've been talking about growing pains and the way that these things are just necessary um that we try to be obedient in these places but again it is essentially requiring sacrifice and so hopefully this week you all can start to ask yourself some questions concerning like what are my values number one number two what are the things that i'm willing to sacrifice Number three, what are the values of the people around me? Number four, what can my boundaries look like? Do I need mental, emotional, physical boundaries? And what does that look like practically? Mm -hmm. Um, We know it's a challenge. We are currently walking through it. We have been walking through it. But we know that just like we have been able to make the sacrifices necessary in order to make it happen as we're pursuing purpose, that you can do the same as well. Thank you so much for joining us again, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great one, guys. Bye.